But your Gosh, baby, I can't wait mic. for the baby to come. You know, I did you think say though, that until I'm in here with the baby and she's like, <laughs> Molly, I am actually a very kind person when it comes to kids. But then I was thinking this morning is that I'm like, okay, so Molly, there's going to be time um, that comes when Molly's going to be bringing the little baby to the podcast. So I do think that maybe Julia and I can bring Zoe and Min. We can all have to our, babysit our baby, the baby. No, our dog. Judy wants to name my baby Minnie, by the way. Ew. The name of your dog. But I wouldn't even have named Minnie Minnie. She was already named. She's like, it's Minnie Molly. How funny is that? (laughs) That's kind of cute. Minnie Molly. That's cute. I'm calling her Minnie either way. See, I'm going to call her Shrimpy. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to be like, hey, Miss Scampy. (laughs) Howdy, and welcome to the Three Stride Podcast, where we take a humorous look at the equestrian world. Here are your hosts, Laura Fernandez, Julia Hansen, and Molly Heroy. Giddy up. Uh, okay. Welcome to the Three Stride Podcast. I'm Laura, joined with Molly and Julia. Um, we did say we're going to share some tea this week on the um, some horse drama happening in Las Vegas, but I'm not going to start off with that. I'm going to keep you guessing right through this podcast. Do you have it, Jay? I have a story. You do? A horse story. Okay. I've got some tea of my own because both of you Wait, don't know this was this not story. in the outline. Guess what? We're breaking free from it. <laughs> <laughs> you all right with that? It's a quick opener to get us into She'll the meat and potatoes. Okay, she I'll can find. adapt. She can adapt. I'm, I'm very flexible. This Laura is loves a new, change. This is new. 2023 um, new, new Laura. Laura. I'm not getting hives like you do. <laughs> Why Laura's am I stopping time stamping? <laughs> Why am I itching my whole body right now? That was weird. Okay. Laura's like breaking out in a yeah, public sweat. Yeah, yeah. Go, go, go for, for it. it. Go for it, Jay. Okay. So as we all know, Pico's in pasture out in beautiful Moapa, Nevada, about mm. an hour outside of town. Okay. Population, maybe one thou, maybe. <laughs> Highlight of the town, Kablip, Chris Angel's breakfast, lunch, and pizza. Chris Angel has a place out yes, there? Yes. I oh. literally, Chris Angel. so funny. How would you explain Chris Angel for anyone uh, that's not in Las Vegas? No, Chris Magi- Angel, because yeah, he had a whole TV show. Yeah, he's a ma- magician. magician. Yeah, magician. Street um, performer. Performer. <laughs> Street ex-boyfriend celebrity. of the one and only Holly, Holly Madison. Madison. He was yeah. married to Holly Madison. I don't know if they no, were they married. Dated. Oh, okay. She married the guy who created um, EDC. Now they're divorced. They have a kid together. Her Ooh, name's I Rainbow. Think. Don't they have two kids? Maybe. That's a, you know what? A lot of um, information on Holly Madison that I didn't know about. A lot of Vegas. There. A lot of Vegas references for our 33 countries that are tuning in <laughs> right now. Okay. Okay. Pico. So Pico's in pasture. So a few weeks ago, I went out to see Pico. I brought Mike. Mike's mom came out. And then my parents we were like, oh, let's have like a nice little day to see the horses, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. His mom was super excited. She's never really been around horses much. So she's like, cool. Yeah. Sign me up. So we're enjoying the time. I had like turned my back. I was doing something. And all of a sudden I hear like, oh my God. <laughs> and I'm like, what? What? But I'm like, okay, my horse is next to me. Like what's going on? I look in my pa- the pasture with my horse and the yeah. others. And I'm like, well, that's fine. I see everyone like turned away from me looking into the other pasture. What and I'm like, it? what's going on? Get this horse sex happening. <laughs> A mare and a gelding. Was it gelding. Pen- penetration? Trying. On oh, top, mounted. Gosh. So I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, So this is non-horse people observing this. Uh, and they're like, whoosh. They were like, ha ha, 
dancing or something. And I was like, oh my God, that's sex. And so I get the, I get that's the horse, sex. I get the horses separated. How'd you separate them? I just like, yeah, like chase them. Yeah. 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 So then they, they break off. And then all of a sudden I hear again, uh-oh, Julia back at it. And so I, I mean, check. let him live though. But okay. But have, so I text the owner who the, it's the lady who owns the place's horses doing it. So I text her and I'm like, Hey, like is your buckskin gelding like to mount your horses. Cause there's horse sex happening and it's <laughs> happening frequent four separate times. I had to break them up. And We're, she was, she calls me and she's like, I've never in my life no. seen this happen. I don't know why that happened. She's like, now I'm like concerned that he's just proud going around. Huh? Maybe he's proud cut. Well, what's proud? I cut? got worried. I checked him for balls. Like I was like, is there a wait, 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 hold on, hold on. What's proud cut? Uh, when they get gelded, but like somehow something gets missed and like, they still have like the testosterone and stuff of like, I feel stallion. like Uno has that. <laughs> no, he's just, he just was a stallion for a ass. long time, Yeah, <laughs> but it's just his personality. But I've never in my life seen a gelding drop in full on mount a mare multiple times and was all like, <gasps> and all that. I was like, whoa, even his I've owner was like, with whoa. a gelding. You have? Oh my uh, gosh. I not was often, like, but, and I've seen geldings mount other geldings. I've, and I have seen Has anyone that. ever tried to mount Fiona? Uh, remember yeah, when she Fiona re- was at Blue Ribbon and there was that, that stallion, stallion there? broke down the door Wait. and got Fiona. Mm-hmm. Oh, but oh she was and it like delayed the whole purchase process because yeah. she had to like heal from it. And then she so had there was penetration. To, yeah. I mean, I wasn't there, but like, you know, it's an aggressive thing. And like, if they're in a stall and they're like, whoa, what's going on? Um, well, he, like, he literally had to, like, broke down the door check her and everything yeah. to, um, no, but like she literally does that to every horse. Like she will literally back her whole hind end up and flip her tail over and then be like, Hey, and then they touch her and she's like, <laughs> she's like, die. Yeah. Die. Right. And she now. literally kicks over the top of the top railing of her out. Just to, like, <laughs> wasn't Pico though born out of, okay. So what happened was, and they, I think <laughs> accidental breeding. They told us after we bought him, as soon as we signed the papers, they were like, Hey, got a story. He's a little trauma. Baby. <laughs> yeah. I was like, why isn't he breeding? He doesn't know his father. So there was three stallions that got loose on the property. And I guess one of them, one of them, made pico with the mom and they were like yeah let's not check anything let's just send him on his way so when he's having like a hard day i'm like is it is it the daddy issues (laughs) that's what i always say yeah (laughs) daddy issues is it the daddy issues or did you just need vitamin e (laughs) or was your body just like failing itself and you needed a little vitamin e Who doesn't need vitamin E? That was a good story. I even though it was out of context um, and wasn't on the outline. But you know what? I really, I did enjoy it. It was some tea. It was. It was good, some horse tea. So riding and fitness, I think, I mean, take it from the lady who's 20 pounds and pregnant and, you know, (laughs) No, Molly, you're looking great. You're looking great. But fitness and riding, I do think run hand in hand. And it can be like a controversial topic, I think, you know, as far as, Everybody wants riding to be like an inclusive thing and all those things. But the more you can concentrate and work on your fitness, it does pay off in your riding. hundred percent. I think for me, and I know, um, cause both of you do Pilates, but I will tell you me adding Pilates to my regimen when me about like 10, 11 years ago changed me. Cause it helped me individualize each part of my body. Cause I think with riding, it's all about, 
you know, using one aid versus conflicting aids. Yeah. So with Pilates, you're so focused on using one arm, whether you're doing individual work or individual leg work. So it makes you hyper focus into that. Pilates has been a game changer. I am a big runner. For me, mentally, I need to give myself like a lunge every day. I know that's so cheesy, but I need to run every single day to get everything out of me. But Pilates running was um, is awesome for me. Jay, you do Pilates though, right? I do Pilates. I do. I like to do hot Pilates because I help. I feel like it helps my muscles loosen yep. up from riding. That really hurts my back. Oh yeah. Um, but the thing with Pilates too is it helps you work on each individual part that you use every time you ride. You're doing core. You're doing arms, and then like, a lot of legs. inner thigh. Yeah, so it helps you work on the muscles that you're going to use riding. I've tried, you know, I've done like CrossFit or like boot camps even. It's not. It's too much. And that's where I feel like I did some hits training for a little bit. It was like F45. And I felt like it was, I was going into riding being sore. Because at the end of the day, riding is a physical activity and yeah. even shifting from riding one horse to two horse to three horse, yeah. like has been a mind blowing thing for me. Like I'm not, I don't feel like I'm physically was equipped for it, mm-hmm. but now like riding more puts you into better shape, but doing that hits training. Well, and I feel like a lot of the hits or like CrossFit boot camp stuff is so much more about swinging a kettlebell or working on almost muscles of like getting bigger it's like compound movements with like whole body like it's not i don't think that translates the same way as working in pilates and going to ride how it is like each individual part it's Mm -hmm. like smaller many reps with like smaller controlled movement all of that stuff which it's kind of how you ride too you want to be doing stuff that you're not really seeing yeah so i always feel like pilates supports everything I do in writing where the other stuff is more just being fit or like wanting to get ripped or something. Well, you do see, I mean, some writers that start writing, they're really physically fit, like muscle builders and, but they're missing the flexibility and that's yeah. where it's like Pilates or yoga really add in some flexibility too. Cause you have to go with the or horse's like, movement and um, not just be rock solid. Like bar too. I like to do hot bar. Okay. Um, for those that don't know, it's kind of like Pilates ballet ish. It's, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. I like a lot of the flow yogas where it's like the yeah. faster paced yoga in like the hot room. Or I actually really like, there's another yoga class that I discovered and it's Ashtanga yoga and it's the same exact series of poses every single time. Like the class is exactly oh, the same. Really? Every time. Is it hot? Um, no. And it, I like it because it's all you hold every pose for five breaths. So like it's still moving forward pretty quickly, but you can really gauge your improvement and stuff and flexibility and strength hmm. because it's the same class every oh, time. Yeah. Do you, do you know anyone that, um, I would say like big GP Olympian riders, like they have to cross train. I always saw like, I mean, Kent Farrington, I would. A lot of them do, but I think a lot of them still don't, honestly. Really? But they just ride like a million horses a day. So they're. But I still feel like you got to have some cross training and like to work on the flexibility. And then I also do believe that 
a diet comes into play. I know we, you see all these posts about like the horse show diet and it's like Skittles and burritos. <laughs> diet Coke, like a yes. smoothie. <laughs> yeah. But I do think, I mean, for me, I had to focus so much on my diet early on because of the Crohn's disease. And so where I eliminated the dairy, the fried food, the greasy food, the red meat, and I did that at 20 years old. It was interesting. One of the gals that we ride with, she actually asked me, she's been dealing with some GI issues, and she asked me what my diet was. And I can sometimes go really come in hot. So I'm like, (laughs) how much do you want me to tell you about my diet? And she's like, give it to me all. So I gave it to her. I got like kind of a one word answer back, but I feel like I still helped her a little bit. But it's I think diet does come into play. And um, when I would ever speak to even my sports psychologist, when I'm at the horse show, she's like, you got to still like keep your diet dialed in because your brain and your body needs actual nourishment. Well, and I, I used to get in a really bad habit of when I would be super nervous, I would feel, you know, like your stomach's kind of like mm-hmm. in knots. So I would not eat, even if I was going to show at like 4 p.m., I just couldn't even force myself to eat. Judy still does not eat. If she has to ride, she will not eat until she's yeah, done riding. Like, it doesn't I, matter if it's at 5 p.m. I, I yeah. still have that. And I'll usually I can force myself to have like at least a banana or smoothie or something. But it is tough for me to be like, okay, I, I know I need to eat. I oh, feel yeah. sick, but I it's that I weird. have to eat. Yeah, I, I, I need to eat. And that's where I, I also pick things to eat when I horse show of I know that's going to sit easy with yeah. my stomach, like a banana, peanut butter. I live off of bananas and peanut butter before I ride or an apple because those are things are so easy on my stomach. Yeah. And then I can eat a little bit more like there's no way I would want to eat a salad before I ride. No. That just wouldn't sit well with my stomach. I like like oatmeal stuff. Oh, yeah. That's like easy. Just kind bland. Of, yeah. Bland, but like easy. Feeling. Yes. Like a little gives feeling. you a little something, but is not gonna well, because rock the boat. too your adrenaline spikes so much and then crashes. And after if I haven't eaten, I am so shaky and all of a sudden my blood sugar's so low and everything oh, yeah. drops and I'm like, Oh, I'm going down. Like oh, I'm like, no. I need something quick. I love that. It's the- like anything in life though. Like it's all balance. Like yeah. the diet, the exercise, the horses, it's all a balance. And I need lots of bananas to help me through my concussion (laughs) right now. Okay. We did promise our listeners to talk through this. It's it actually it's really sad. So it's an awful it's an awful transition from fitness to this. But I do think it's something scary. And that happened in Las Vegas. One of there's a trainer here and uh, three Mm -hmm. of her horses were shot. From someone. Um, have they caught who did it? Have they figured that out? So two horses were shot and killed. And which then one to her, which that belonged to her. And then one was a client's horse, a client's horse, yeah. which is OK. He went he made surgery. It. He made it. Okay. So what kind of surgery did he have? I think to just repair everything and stitch. I'm not sure, you know, I, but I know that that one is expected. That to is make a honestly terrifying is the fact that you can be at a barn and that would, and obviously there's been a different... Um, Everybody's kind of got a different opinion on what happened, how it happened, who oh, did yeah. it, all of that. And so when it's still obviously we don't know. It's an investigation. open investigation. Um, but still, it's scary. Even though it is not obviously not very common, it does make you realize kind of like, oh, 
Well, they're yeah. just kind of sitting out there. They are. And, and it's well, a valuable thing to be, you know, not that it's just about the money, obviously, but it's like, it's one of the more valuable items that's kind of just out there out in the world. Yeah. Un- yeah guarded or whatever they were um one of our showgrounds on the west coast desert international horse park they've been having some theft oh i saw that um did you see that i I mean it's you hear these crazy stories and you're like oh it's thermal it's always thermal thermal yeah yeah but they so they caught these people on video and they they had destroyed so they started getting like taking stuff then they realized there was cameras so they destroyed all the cameras they thought they saw but they missed the one that got all their faces which here's the thing you can destroy the cameras but that stuff like goes immediately up into yeah, the cloud being, like i don't being, this isn't like on a shared. vhs tape that, oh, I'm gonna know, smash I know. it. I was like what it's but on there app. is um I mean, but then you start thinking like we have night check that checks the horses, but getting in and getting out like you're right. They are so not only do we love our horses, but they're so valuable that someone could come in because they're not from my experience. They are not checking people when they exit. So I did actually I sent a DM to um, the horse park because I forwarded the was it the one that everything had been taken from? Mm-hmm. And so I forwarded that post. I was like, hey, what is the protocol for people leaving? Because right now the protocol is peace out. Like well, there was they no, know, those and they have know the badges to, to get in. Yeah. They know what to say. They but know where to go. even that, it's not like. But that's where it's scary though. I don't know what to make it better. Yeah. Is, it's hard. It's a hard thing to police for sure. When you have so many people coming and going constantly well, that's that it's We like, are paying so much money though. There should be law. I mean, is there law enforcement on showgrounds? No. Uh, I don't think you can just hire law enforcement. I mean, they could hire like, secu- like at SNHA because it's kind of a not great area for our local. You hire. Show. We are there all day. And then so we'll for the evening we hire security to drive around with like the lights on okay but that's where i don't know if Which that's maybe that would be a little bit helpful i, don't I know think that would be huge yeah. at night that's where all i know is night check like they send yeah. you like your horse is good it's blanketed and it's past some poop but like getting better security is definitely something well it's like every yeah. night we bring our saddles home you take all of these extra precautions where before you didn't even really worry about that yep. and times were different and i know that you know obviously certain people pay more attention because they're like oh this horse show happens a lot there's like you know a lot of valuable things and all that it's easy to get in and out but i remember when we used to leave like tack rooms unlocked boxes unlocked you had all your stuff in it and you never had an issue and then it was all of a sudden like okay barns are getting figured out and yeah and one of the things um that I know you can do like on your horses policy, you can add and it's not expensive. I can't remember. It's like ugh, a couple hundred bucks. Like you can add like a um, tack and stuff policy oh, on wow. there for your saddle and all that stuff. That's smart. Yeah, I, yeah, I right now I have not, none of my tack insured. I'm about to and take have, Amanda right after thing yeah. is seriously if. My saddle got stolen. I have, you know, two, almost three kids, like, uh, like all this stuff. Like if I had to just randomly come up with like $7,800 to replace my saddle, I would be like, whoa. Yeah. Cause it's not, uh, yeah, that's the thing you, we don't have any sort of, and it's like any sort of protection on saddles and the saddle brand's going to be like, that sucks. Going to have to order a new one. Like it's not like they're going to be like, like, cool. Yeah. Let's go. 
All right, Nuh-uh. here comes a new one for full price. I do yeah, like that. They're I, so expensive they're now. Out. I bought one that was like slightly used, but I know now that like a lot of them are up in that. Well, like $7, yeah, when I was clone yours. when yeah. I was saddle yeah. shopping, because I hadn't bought a saddle in like 13 years. Yeah. So when I bought my saddle, well, my parents bought it, it was like top tier would get for like maybe five grand. And I remember that at the time was like, oh my Crazy, God. Yeah. And I had asked a couple different saddle brands of like, okay, can you give me a quote for what it would be? Even the used ones were like 5,000. Yeah. Yeah. 4, like 000. six grand, like all this stuff. And yeah. that was part of why I was interested in a Bruno saddle because the price point, I felt like I was getting the same things for a lower price point Yeah, because the price, I mean, prices on everything are just crazy now anyways, especially with horses. But I, I was like, Oh yeah. Oh, I feel yeah because I think that ours it probably was like seventy five hundred. Yeah, but I it, think by the time you do it all, if you do like yeah, the buffalo, right. like, yeah, and the- Se- security, and that's where I I do I I struggle with the evenings of just leaving the horses. Yeah. Like it's one thing, okay, whatever we have to take our tack, but the security if they could prove that out because again, how much money they are making that they should have security all around the property. Well, and I'm sure that if they were to add in like fifty dollars per horse to contribute to security at the end of the Maybe day they do we just don't know no i don't, I don't know so. like that's the thing i don't know but they i mean okay think about it split over there's a thousand horses at desert horse park like five dollars a horse yeah, yeah. like like and i'm sure people would be willing to just add that onto their bill so knowing there's that thousand there's, horses knowing that there's better security yeah it's like it's five, five grand. grand. I what? Oh my gosh! I'm sorry. That's embarrassing. I was like, that's five grand. I had to do pull out my calculator. It's the concussion. It's a concussion. Um, it's a concussion. Okay. Well, hopefully, actually, I we, think we should bring this up to management. Yeah. If they do listen, they're probably going to come at us and be like, "Hey, we have security here, left and right." I mean, they have they, like the check-ins and stuff like that. But I think like the they need like a roaming active. They need a couple because security it's so and big. promote it. Yes, like we like make we it have a big at thing. our local horse show yeah. a guy in a truck that drives around with like they're not police lights, but they're like no, it's light flashing yeah. yellow security lights. Like I'm here watching out for any of you people yeah. that are trying to do anything weird. So well, I don't and know. that's usually a big enough deterrent, anyways. As long it as they can see. Help. Yes. Well, that's where I'm like promote it because if everyone knows that they have 24 seven security, like we have hired uh, security to run this horse show, then that would make everyone feel a little bit well, more. Well, and your trainers at your barn and same thing at my barn, you guys kind of your barn's book has bookends of houses that people live in it. Yeah. Yes. Where it's people who are your people, yes. you know, like your mm-hmm. trainer and then Jesse who does yep. so much for the barn and knows horses and knows what's going on. And yep. that would keep an eye out. And I, so I don't know if this other barn in Vegas has anybody that lives on the property, but oh, I didn't think of that. I know there's a house on the property, but I'm not sure who lives there. Or what happens? It's still, there, but... it's so awful. It'd be interesting to see once. And they it catch happened. The yeah. Like it happened New Year's Eve night. So I think that's what whoever I did it was thinking like, okay, fireworks. these sounds are going to blend in with like the fireworks. Oh, yeah. that's so sick. So it was like a planned. Yeah. Oh, like then the problem about it. is like, everybody's like, oh my gosh, I hope whoever did it, like is going to get caught and they're going to do all this jail time, this and that. They're not. 
because as much as we humanize these horses and stuff, the law does not. They're not even like you can't have emotional damages over pets. Like none of that stuff translates into court. And honestly, if we were one state over, I think you can get like animal cruelty in Nevada. But for one state over in Utah, a horse is considered livestock, which you can kill at any point, anytime for any reason. No questions asked. Oh, God. Um, I didn't know that. Not if it's someone else's <laughs> horse, obviously, but like the, the the laws are not great to protect. Sounds like we're on an episode of 1883 Yellowstone, right? <laughs> right now. We're going to butcher. Yeah. yeah. But like there's not great laws to protect horses. So like the sad thing is like if hopefully they catch whoever did it and but. They're it, not going to get like life sentence. No, no they're not going to get like what we would Maybe think they get like is, a fine or right. They might get like or, six months jail time with a suspended sentence. The one thing that <sighs> hopefully I think that they could get is because the horses are like have higher values is like they could um, like, I don't even know if it'd be considered theft because they didn't steal from them, but it's like damage of over a certain property? amount you know what i mean like yep. you know how when they have like theft there's like levels of like grand theft and this and that because of the dollar amounts so, like maybe something like that would kick in yeah but it's not going to be like what we're going to be like okay justice is served. yeah it's just not but, and you also what i forget a lot of times too is anyone that's not in horses or sees horses the way we do they're like it's a horse it's like a cow or goat to them or something like they're like yeah, it's not no. a dog it, it's not the same understanding or relationship or even you know we have our horses on this like big pedestal of how we treat them yep. and care for no. them and it's the like the police officers are probably like wait, wait i don't do? know there was um we were out for dinner last night and one of our um actually friends at uh, the restaurant was like, was talking about how his kid was um, bit by a Clydesdale. And he's like, I'll tell you, I would have taken that Clydesdale and beat the, you know, and I was like, what? Wait, this literally sounds like exactly our previous episode. <laughs> you are the child in we're the parents. I was like, wait, beat that horse. You're sure. like, yeah, I stuck his the fingers in the mouth yeah. there. Oh no, I God. totally, uh, my kid has been bit before. And honestly, the only reason that I did not freaking lose it is because I didn't want to make it to where my kid thought, oh, this is a big deal and yeah. it's yeah. scary. So I tried to play it off, but I was like, I'm coming back for you. <laughs> and of course, then you don't because you oh, pull no. off and whatever else. And they wouldn't be able to put two and two together. But I was like, I'm going to beat your ass later for you you know what maybe i need to do a little bit more of that with a uh, garçon bear <laughs> we'll see he might need one little no he does he doesn't even need he any spurs little, no whipping uh-uh i don't like that i'm not doing <laughs> it or, uh, laura's gonna keep molly and i away from like all our horses now she'll be like my gosh it's <laughs> like no, when- laura's getting thrown to the fire she's coming to the horse show with judy she's gonna be like kick it <laughs> literally missy's been so hard on me recently she's like i'm preparing you for judy i'm preparing you for judy i was like hey missy i don't know if i really want to jump that big of an oxer she goes i'm preparing you for judy well even annette had a little like oomph today yes oh yeah they're like setting me up no, Judy will be fine. She's actually really nice when you're taking lessons and stuff, but she'll be like, okay, get after him for that. That's not allowed. Laura's like, like, no, no, and no, Laura's no, going to no. be like, pet, pet. She's like, <laughs> good boy. Like she'll do that when the kids are like, they go some go and circle and go to a jump or something. And like the horse stops and then they like pet him and circle. She's like, what are you petting him for? <laughs> him. They're like, oh, I just want to tell him he's okay. And they're like, they're not okay. They're not okay until they do their job. They, have they can job. be okay later. That's me. 
Ready for it, though. You'll be great. I am going to be totally fine. Okay. Um, That was a heavy episode, but uh, onward. Uh, You can catch new episodes. We will keep our listeners updated on that. There's not, you know, it's still being investigated. There's not a whole lot to report at this point, but I'm sure things will be coming to light. We will keep everyone updated on the Three Stride podcast. Um, We are now number one source (laughs) of false journalism. Catch new episodes every single Tuesday and follow us on all socials at the Three Stripe Podcast.